This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. In this episode of The Drop, we're going to be going over the game recap for the Blues versus the Canucks. All of these games are very important for the Blues. Last night, the Blues needed to win. Calgary was playing the Predators, and if the Predators would have won and the Blues lost, then the Predators would be in third place and the Blues would be in eighth place. This would be a pretty good game up until the very, very end when one team would start to take control. But early in the game, it seemed like both teams were playing hard. And with Jake Allen and Ryan Miller and goal, the veteran, you know we're going to get some good saves, and we did. Jake Allen made a great save about two minutes into the game to keep the Canucks off the scoreboard. And now pass by Sutter to the line. And now Henrik Sedin in front of Daniel. And Allen got over. Right pad save on Sutter. Sutter looked like he fanned on the first one, or at least double-clutched a little bit. That gave Jake Allen enough time to get over there. Some great saves early by Jake Allen. Uh, uh, this uh, could have been one to nothing very early in this game and put the Blues behind, but Jake came through with several saves there in that instance. Ryan Miller is probably on the other end going, hey, young guy, I'm going to make a save too. And man, he made a really good save about 12 minutes and 55 seconds in on a guy that had an awesome game last night, Magnus Payarvi. Long pass ahead. Blues move in from the side. A shot. Another save by Miller. Magnus Payarvi was sent in by Barbashev. Miller the stop, and he's got the puck. A great save by Miller on Payarvi. Uh, Payarvi had an awesome game and almost got his first goal of the game there, but Miller made the stop. And how many times, guys, do you see a goalie make a big stop and then his team come down shortly afterwards and get a goal. Well, that's what happened last night. After Miller made that stop, just about 43 seconds later, uh, Sadim was able to get the Canucks up early, one to nothing. Wins to find some room. Stetcher quickly across. Edler settles the puck. Alex Edler with a wrist shot, hoping for a tip. They score on the rebound. Henrik Sadim banged it in. And for the second straight game, the captain has the opening goal. It's one nothing Vancouver. And you could see Alex Edler just aiming this one at the traffic. Henrik Sedin standing, being taken at the side of the net. And you could see Alex Edler, once he settled it down, was just aiming it at the two players beside the net. And Henrik had the stick free. Look at Edler. Just throws it, hits a body head. There is Alex Steen is, is trying to check. Henrik Sedin doesn't take his stick. That is definitely correct. Steen did not play that play correct and did not take the stick out of um, Sedin's hands and, and, you know, get it to where he can't get that rebound. But still a good play by Henrik Sedin. And Henrik Sedin's a pretty good-sized guy, and uh, he can uh, probably put his will on a lot of people in front of that net. And Adler put the shot right where it needed to be for a juicy rebound, and the Canucks take a one to nothing lead. That would be Sedin's 15th goal of the year. Uh, Henrik Sedin, that is. Edler's 15th assist and Stetcher's 20th assist. 13 minutes and 38 seconds in, just 43 seconds after Ryan Miller made that big save and the Canucks go up one to nothing. 
the Blues aren't playing bad. They're, I actually think they're playing pretty good. This goal, I think, is is just uh, due to the hard work by the Canucks. Uh, earlier in the game, as I said, Ryan Miller made that big save on Payarvi. But just around four minutes after Henrik Sedin's goal, there's nothing that uh, Ryan Miller could have done on this shot by Payarvi. And he gets his first goal of the game and ties it at one apiece. For Vancouver. That's kept in by Barbershop to the net, wide open, rebound, they score! Payarvi ties the game, it's 1-1! Well, Neil Yakupov makes a difference on this shift, and I could hear it from the bench. Guys yelling, way to go, Yak, and he got in on the forecheck, and then he made a nifty little move with his skate. There he is on the forecheck right there, hunting down the puck and then finishing his check. But watch the maneuver here with his skate, kept in at the blue line. One little boot at it with the skate to Barbashev. Barbashev makes a great, great pass over there to Magnus Payarvi. The first shot stopped. The rebound's on the doorstep. Magnus Payarvi puts on the brakes for the rebound and is right there. Payarvi had that earlier opportunity, but he gets this one past Miller, unlike the first time. Uh, that would be uh, Magnus's seventh goal of the year. Barbashev gets his fourth assist in Yakupov, who played very hard on that play and I think is mainly responsible for uh, this goal happening. Just put in some tough work in the boards. Got that puck to Barbashev. Barbashev made a perfect pass to Payarvi. And uh, just a great, great goal at 17.32 into the first period. We are tied at one going out of the first period into the second period. This is a good game, guys. I hope y'all got to watch it, y'all. I'm not from the South. I hope everyone got to watch it. And uh, it was enjoyable. Unlike um, the Coyotes and the Avalanche, and I know I might be hurting some people's feelings, the Canucks have a lot more talent, uh, lines one through four, and the Blues are playing, I think, better against the Canucks than they have against the uh, last couple games against the Avalanche and the Coyotes. So going into the second period, would the Blues continue to play well, play disciplined, and um, keep most of the great chances uh, from the Canucks going in the net? Well, they would, in fact, they would get a goal late in the second period, and this would be the only goal in the second period. 17 minutes and 13 seconds in, Kyle Brodziak on that hardworking fourth line gets his eighth goal of the year to give the Blues a 2-1 to lead. Feeds it back to Tanev. And that pass picked off at center. Four on two back in. To Brodziak. He scores! You talk about jumping off the bench at the right time. Bortuzzo came off. You can see him right here to my right. Petrangelo jumps on in the nick of time. The puck comes right out there to Petrangelo as Bortuzzo's just getting off the ice. Picked off. Now here's a set play here. A little drop pass. I mean, it's a set play, two on one. One player drops it off. One drives to the net. Great heads up play by Petrangelo to get on that ice quickly and make this play happen. Awesome goal by Brodziak. Just a perfect shot. Right dead square, right in front of the goaltender, uh, Ryan Miller. And there's not much Miller could do. That uh, would be Brodziak's eighth goal of the year. Petrangelo, as I said, was key to the play of jumping off the bench quickly on a change. And he gets his 29th assist, 17 minutes and 13 seconds in. And the Blues are up 2-1. to one. But we all knew that Vancouver was not going to give up. And after this goal, it gave them a little bit of I don't know, oomph that looked like they had some urgency. And uh, I tell you what, they had a great opportunity against Jake Allen. 
but he made a strong stop on Horvat with only about 18 seconds left in the second period, and the Blues go out of the second period up two to one. Pass by Stetcher for Bo Horvat. Good move, another oh. great move by Horvat, and a backhander. And what a save after some slick work there by Horvat. Oh, he's, those are some pretty uh, smooth little mitts right there. Takes it on the forehand first of all, and then goes to the back. Whoopsie! Oh boy, he had Jay Bowmeister leaning one way, and then quickly pulls it back to the backhand with speed. He kind of explodes as he pulls it back. Going into the third period. I would say each team has its strong points. You know, I, the Blues themselves, they're really hitting hard. I thought they played a physical game. And uh, the Vancouver Canucks are helping Ryan Miller out a lot. They are blocking a lot of shots. And who's going to come out ahead? Well, the Blues would continue to hit hard. And I think they kind of softened uh, the Canucks up a little bit. They were able to get on the board to take a 3-1 to one lead nine minutes and 41 seconds into the third by guess who? None other than Magnus Payarvi, who had an awesome game. And then snared by David Perron to the back for Gunnarsson. And now to Berglund in front. Payarvi shoots. He scores! Payarvi again! He's hot! Darren, this was close to being an offside. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if the Vancouver Canucks make a challenge on it. But what a shot in the meantime by Magnus Piarvi. Holy jump, and he just let this rip. I could hear the ting of the puck off the bar and in the net on the glove side. And here we'll see how close this might be. One skate still on. Oh, boy, this is going to be very, very close. I'm not sure if they're challenging. Have they gone to it yet? That was such a close play. Uh, it could have been offside. It could have been onside. Vancouver did challenge it. After the review, they said it was a good goal, so Payarvi gets a second of the night, his eighth of the season. Berglund fighting hard, gets a tenth assist. Gunnarsson gets a sixth assist. Nine minutes and 41 seconds into the third period, and the Blues are up 3-1. to one. The Canucks would pull Ryan Miller with about three minutes left, but to no avail. The Blues would add to their lead on an empty net goal by Alex Petrangelo to ice the game for the Blues 4-1. to one. And now an empty net for Tarasenko. And now for Petrangelo, wide open, and he scores! Empty netter! What a play by Schwartz. He's got eyes in the side and the back of his head. After Vancouver pulled the goalie, Schwartz sets, sets it up after Tarasenko gets him the puck. Alex Petrangelo knows right away. All the work was done ahead of time. The Blues complete the game and win 4-1 on this empty netter by Alex Petrangelo, his 11th of the year. Schwartz gets an assist as 31st. Tarasenko gets his 31st assist, and it's at 17:25 of the third period. Guys, the Blues are really playing well. They are 9-2 in their last 11, and yes, hey, it's not been against some great opponents in a few of these games. But you play your schedule, and you you beat the teams that you play. And the Blues can't help it that they're playing teams right now that aren't very good. Let's go ahead and go over the game recap of this one. The Canucks fall to 29-35-9 with this 4-1 to loss, and the Blues improve to 40-28-5. I would venture to say the Canucks are basically out of the playoffs unless something just drastic happens and a bunch of teams in front of them lose all the rest of their games. 
Shots on goal, 28 for the Canucks, 34 for the Blues. Both uh, uh, the Canucks and Blues had power play opportunities. The Canucks were 0 for 4. The Blues were 0 for 3. The Canucks did beat the Blues in faceoffs, 54% to 46%. Henrik Sedin got that goal in the first period, his 15th of the year. And Edler got an assist, Stetcher got an assist, and Miller made 30 saves. Payarvi on the Blues side got two goals, his 7th and 8th, but really played uh, just a full, complete game. He was being physical, and uh, you know he could have had that earlier goal, but Ryan Miller stopped him, so he gets two goals, his 7th and 8th. Brodziak gets his 8th goal. Uh, Petrangelo gets a goal, his 11th and an assist. Tarasenko gets an assist, and Jake Allen plays very well and gets 27 out of 28 saves. The Blues are continuing what they need to do. They're playing hard. They're playing physical. They're getting good opportunities in the offensive end, and they're capitalizing on them when they need to. Why don't we go to the uh, post-game interviews, and we'll hear from Magnus Piarvi, Kyle Brodziak, and, of course, uh, Coach Mike Yao about this Blues win and how the Blues can continue to move forward. Great effort by the team. We stuck by it. We were down. Uh, first period was so-and-so, but we, we just say stick to it and be a little bit more desperate and great win. Did that first goal, did it just kind of take a little bit of everybody there to make the connections there with Barbashev with the nice keep in and Yak with the little kick yeah, pass? Yeah, great play by them. He kicked it out of the air, I think, and uh, Barbie made a great play to me and uh, took two shots to beat him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, appear to be more aggressive and confident since you came back. Is that the case, and if so, why? Um, confidence, and I'm attacking more. Uh, that's my mindset, and uh, it's been working out very good since i gotten up, for sure. What do you think put in this most recent stint that you had this year in Chicago that finally allowed you to put it all together up here? Hard to say. Uh, my main thing is the confidence for me. Uh, I try to do things and drive the net with or without the puck, and uh, things happen. And I got a couple goals here and there, and that's that's always nice for the confidence as well. And uh, playing with gr- great guys as well right, right now, so it's it's nice. Is it just one of those situations, Magnus, where you're getting more responsibility, and when it when it's put in front of you, you just got to take advantage of it? Yeah. Um, you get you get a window. You got to try to take it. There's not a whole lot of them, and um, so far it's been good for me uh, since I've been up. Were you a little worried about whether they were whether it was going to get called back that second one? Uh, I know I knew it was close. Uh, I didn't want to watch a replay, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was. They said it was good, so it's good. As a as a team, you don't like to be down, but it's nice to know that you can come back the way you have last year. Absolutely. Because uh, we've been uh, before we started winning, we lost a couple of one goal uh, games, and now we started winning with a couple of tight ones, and that's huge uh, coming into the last couple of games here. Uh, but yeah, it was a good play. We, you know, the the uh, shift before us hemmed them in a bit, gave them some trouble, and uh, they came out and turned it over right, you know, right after a change and. Uh, Petro made a good play. Just dished it off and drove through the net and opened up a lane. Do you guys feel like as a third and fourth liners tonight, you guys were kind of setting the tone out there? Uh, no, I thought everybody, you know, early on it was a bit of a slow start for us, which, you know, coming off a long road trip like that, it's it's tough, but everyone stayed with it. Uh, I thought, you know, Snake did a good job early on, you know, keeping us in it. And, and then, uh, you know, about... Maybe halfway through the second period, I think we started to find our game and, and uh, you know, started to turn it on after that. 
You see a guy like Magnus doing what he's doing and take advantage of the opportunity. Oh, yeah, he's, he's been flying. Uh, you know, ever since he's got back up here, you, you can tell when he's when he's skating, he's a step ahead of everyone else. And, um, you know, it creates a lot. It, it, it you know, backs their D off. It, he's able to get first on the four check and, and create, you know, create space for, for everyone out there. And uh, He's been great for us. Is there something you're seeing in him right now in his play that maybe you hadn't seen? Uh, no, I think he's, you know, he's always been been so fast and so good at getting on the forecheck, creating havoc like that. And, um, you know, I think maybe just the confidence level when he's getting his scoring chances, he's, uh, you know, he's burying him. It's not just, you saw that second goal, he he absolutely buried that one. That's a, it was a great shot, a, you know, a really hard shot, and he made a, made a really nice one. So, I, you know, I think just maybe a confidence level is getting higher. Yeah, no, he, uh, like I said, the whole line before, uh, did a good job of just, you know, keeping it in their zone, making it difficult for them. And uh, they got out of the zone, made a change, and they turned it over. And, and Petro jumped up and, and made a great play. And he, he drove through, which, you know, it opened up a little for for the shot. You seem to take the JPR more and more responsibility. Is it just continue to grab whatever you Well, yeah, he's he's one of a lot of guys. And that's what we said this morning, that we need guys to step up. And, uh, you know, obviously we got that from Jake. We got that from some of our top guys. And then... Uh, you look at uh, you know what what he did and other guys did as far as uh, raising their game and uh, getting the goals as part of it. But you look at some of the other guys and the penalty kills and the and the the line matchups that they had to deal with. Uh, I thought that we had a, a you know a collective group effort that uh, that guys were, uh, were were ready to step up tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good sign because you know you can, a lot of times you come into the game you know you know that you you don't want to say that you absolutely have to win but that's the feeling that you have coming into the game and uh, you start you know mentally you start getting focused on that and if things don't go according to plan I've seen it blow up on you um, you know and 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 all these non-playoff teams I mean they, that's a team tonight that went into Chicago and beat them last game um, that's a team that works very hard it's a team that plays with structure I think it took us a little while to to find our way in the game, uh, but once we did, we started to roll pretty good. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That's that's just it's come to. He's raised the bar to a pretty high level. So uh, another real strong game from him. Um, you know, he just looks uh, just looks really confident in the net. He looks really poised. He's, and I think that uh, that feeds. Uh, to the rest of our group. So when the other team has a press, when the other team has some scoring opportunities, um, instead of it turning into chaos, he settles things down for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've I think we've been earning confidence. I think that's something that you have to to uh, you know you have to stay on top of. You can lose it very quickly, but I think that we've recognized it as a group that. Uh, you know, game in, game out, we go out there and we've got everybody going the right way. That uh, that 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 builds a, a bit of a swagger in your group, and I think we're coming into games knowing that uh, that we got a great chance to win, and uh, and that's a good feeling. Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's a real good sign for our organization. First of all, I mean, you look at. Uh, uh, I think that um, the injuries that we've had, a lot of teams wouldn't be able to um, to get through um, a little spell like this. 
but for these guys to come up and not only not hurt you, but to actually help you and to, to perform and to, to produce, uh, that's a real good sign for the future. And obviously it's a real important part of us, uh, you know, maintaining what we got going right now. Coach Mike Yao is correct. This team has been helped so much by two major things this year. The fourth line has been big. They've played hard. They've played physical. But when the Blues aren't scoring very much and the Blues need a little bit of something from that fourth line, uh, Upshaw or Reeves or Brodziak gives it to them, and it's great to see. But recently, these young guys, Sanford coming over from the Capitals. Then you've got Payarvi, who had a huge game last night. Barbashev has played well. So the Blues' future, at least with these guys, is looking pretty good. I'm not saying Magnus Payarvi is going to be a 50-goal scorer by no means. But if he puts in the effort like he's been putting in, I could see him scoring 15 to 20 goals. But he's got to put that effort in night out and night out. And in the past, he hasn't done that. And that's why he's not been playing in every game. But, man, he's taken a full opportunity of this chance he's got. And uh, he's uh, capitalizing on it. The Blues, like I said earlier, are 9-2. and two. They're playing very, very well. They have some games coming up against some teams they should beat. But, you know, these uh, teams uh, uh, that are down in the standings can make it hard for the teams that are trying to solidify their playoff position, which the Blues right now are in third place in the Central Division with 85 points. But the Predators beat the uh, Flames last night, so they have 85 points too. So they are still in the eighth place for the final wild card. So it's going to go right down to the end. Uh, the Blues will uh, play Calgary, which is going to be an important game, Saturday. And that game will be at 6 p.m. instead of 7. So remember that, guys. 6 p.m. instead of instead of 7 o'clock. And uh, that should be a great game. I'm hoping that Jake Allen, not Jake Allen. Oh, my God. I'm hoping that Brian Elliott plays. And, uh, you know, it would be nice for the uh, fans here to give him a little bit of an applause. I think the fans probably will. But once that puck puck drops, uh, friendships are out and he's on the other team. And I hope the Blues play well and they get a win and we can make some distance uh, from that third uh, place uh, to the eighth uh, wild card place. I want to thank everybody for joining me. This has been the Drop Podcast. We'll be back again for the next game recap when it is finished, which should be Sunday. And we'll be here after every single game. Until next time, have a great rest of your week, a great weekend. Get out. I heard the weather's supposed to be great, at least in my area. And go go do something with your family. Until next time, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or Lance D at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.